Siddur Snippets is sponsored by Renee Jack Nussbaum, Lila Nishmas, Adol Bas, Yehuda Tzvi. Tonight we finish up the first Hallelujah following Ashrei, the uh, centerpiece of Psukei de Zimra, the end of the Book of Tehillim. The theme of this capital, the opening Hallelujah, as we've discussed, is the notion of Ashkocha Pratis, that Hashem didn't just create a world and move on, but rather He is Oseh Shemayim Varetz in the present tense. He continues to interact. He not only wills our existence, but He's deeply and profoundly involved in our lives, and everything that happens to it. And that's what it means, all these specifics that we spell out. That he's also mishpat la'ashukim, that he does justice for those who've been wronged. He's no sen lacham la'arevim, he gives bread to those who are hungry. He's matir asurim, those who are imprisoned, he releases, he frees. He gives sight to the blind, he uplifts those who are bent over. He loves the righteous. Which brings us up to the next pasuk. Hashem shomeres gerim, Hashem protects converts. Yasom v'almana ye'odeid. The orphan and the widow, he gives courage to. And the path of the wicked, he, uh, he uh, turns. So the Shlach Kaddish points out, but I didn't find him giving a good answer. Maybe here someone can suggest why. In this litany, the list of ways in which Hashem interacts with us, provides for us, takes care of us, it always precedes Hashem. Hashem 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 Gerim. The exception is Yasom Va'amana. The widow and the orphan is not introduced with what God does for them. It simply says he, the pronoun, gives courage to the orphan and widow. Why isn't it introduced with Hashem's name? I would welcome your suggestion. But the Tzvah Semes says, what does it mean Hashem shomeres gerim? He protects the convert. So first of all, we know that this is an oft-repeated mitzvah in the Torah. It's repeated many, many times, the obligation and responsibility to love a convert. To us, the convert is not a concession. There are segments of the Orthodox community of which it's uh, frankly somewhat sad, who rather than embrace the convert, and rather than admire the convert, and rather than, as is our tradition, some of our greatest leaders married converts, looked for converts, and uh, welcomed converts, we have a responsibility and obligation to protect. We don't remind the convert of their past. We put them on a pedestal. We protect them, and we make sure that nobody is uh, harasses or mistreats, or is verbally or in any other way abusive to a convert. So the simple understanding is, that's what it means. Hashem shomer es gerim. Just like He instructs us to place a special emphasis on protecting the convert, so too He looks out for the foreigner, the immigrant, the person who comes from the outside and makes the choice to join the Jewish people. The Tzvah has a different understanding. Tzvah says shomer gerim means He guards the neshamos that are destined to join the Jewish people. The Zohar Kadosh, in Kabbalah we have a tradition that the souls of all those who are destined to convert were present at Har Sinai as well. And even though they're born into the world with a non-Jewish status, if they are destined to make that leap, undergo that transformation, and join our people, their souls too were present at Har Sinai. What protected and preserves those souls until they can make that leap, until they take that jump? That's Hashem Shomeres Gerim, says the Svas Emes. And then we end the capital. Hashem will reign forever, as Malucha, his kingdom will be forever. Elokayich, which means, translates, Elokayich. Some of you have been saying it for a few years. I won't embarrass you by calling you out. Elokayich, your God. Hashem will reign forever. Elokayich, your God. For all generations, hallelujah. What is this doing here? We just finished reading this litany, this list of ways in which Hashem, with His particular individualistic divine providence, is involved in our lives, and we conclude the capital with Yimloch. So one understanding is, this is our hope, 
that if we can properly live where we're not al we're not trusting princes and aristocracy and the wealthy, we're not putting our faith and our trust in the hands of those who are in power, but rather we trust in Hashem. If we're mamlich Hashem, if we coronate God by inviting Him and welcoming Him and deferring to Him in our lives, then we'll achieve that result of yim lo Hashem liolam. That is the ultimate conclusion. By coronating Hashem, by inviting Him and involving Him in our lives, He in turn becomes the Melech, Yimloch Hashem Liolam, it is something which is, which is forever. Moshe Rabbeinu, by the way, pointed out Hashem before Malchus. Moshe says Hashem Yimloch, David HaMelech says Yimloch Hashem. Why the change, why the difference? Another food for thought for you to think about. One reason the Balaturim suggests is we just finished saying, Derech Rishaim Ya'aves, that Hashem will twist the ways of the wicked. So we want to say Yimloch before Hashem. I don't want Rishaim and Hashem to be adjacent to one another. So therefore, David HaMelech switched, not Hashem Yimloch, but Yimloch Hashem in order to create, in order to create that break. To me, the most powerful uh, conclusion, the way to understand the conclusion of this capital, which can transform our davening every day. We mentioned the other day, Revol ben Alishur Chelik Beis on page Shin Nun Dalad goes through this capital and he explains, The capital ends by counting no less than 10 stages of our lives. We are, um, an injustice is done to us, we're hungry, we're famished, we are imprisoned, we're bound, we are blind, we're bent over, Geri Asom, Russia, we can find ourselves living in every one of those stages. At times we're blind to what we should be doing. At times we're shackled, we are imprisoned by our own habits, temptations, addictions. At times maybe we are the derech rishayim yaves. At times even we can be categorized or thought of as a Russia. This is a description, says Revoba, of each and every one of our lives. Hashem reciprocates. Hashem provides what we need in that stage. So at different times in our lives, in different moments in our lives, at different stages, at different mindsets, in different experiences of our lives, Hashem provides not what we needed when we're young, when we're old, when we're old, when we're young. Each situation He responds. If it's an injustice, He'll be there for us. If we're blinded by something we need to see, he'll open our eyes. If we're imprisoned by something holding us back, he'll release us and he'll free us. That's the notion. When is divine providence the most obvious? When does one access providence at the highest level? When does one most readily see that Hashem is guiding everything in our lives? When the Shechina Shor and the Beis HaMikdash. In the Beis HaMikdash, there were 10 miracles on a daily basis. It was undeniable, not only God's existence, but His personal daily interactions with us. When there was a Beis HaMikdash, it helped us build a confidence. It helped us affirm that Hashem didn't just exist to create a world and move on, but He's intimately involved in our lives every single day. Azehu Messiah, and that's why Revolba suggests, that's why we end the capital, Yimloch Hashem liolam, Az yuchlu kol adam zos, az... Hallelujah. When Yimloch Hashem, there are those who merit, there are those who are blessed in their lives to see and to feel Hashem. They've been in different stages, stages or circumstances. They need and they see and they feel Hashem. But we all long for it and we all crave it. And when will we know it? When will our lives come clear and make sense? When Yimloch Hashem liolam. And when Hashem will rule the world, when He will build that Beis HaMikdash in the eschatological era of redemption, when everything will make sense and will have a clarity, what will we scream? Hallelujah. 
And that's why the capital ends. So right now, not everybody sees how it fits for them, but Yimloch, we will merit during the time of redemption to see how everything makes sense. And then Elokayach will be your God, not just a God, not just a universal conceptual God. He'll be our personal Ribbon Shalom, an individualized, personal, intimate relationship with Him. And when we merit to feel that and see that, when we merit to experience that, we'll scream out, Hallelujah.